0: Hi, Black Hollywood Live fans. Today on Justice is Served, we're talking about the United doctor who was dragged off the flight being convicted of trading drugs for sex. Jeff Sessions reignites the drug war and more on Justice is Served.
1: You are tuned into Black Hollywood Live's Justice is Served.
2: The pimps in the crib, Ma. Drop it like it's Alright. Yeah. I'm glad
0: that we drop got it, it right, it right to drop it yeah, like a hot so it. we <laughs> can justify <laughs> like playing this it song. It like this is uh Talk compliments like of Shaka's. Yeah, that was appropriate, yeah. About drop Jeff like Sessions.
1: Yeah, and it's War on Marijuana and it's War on Drugs. We need to tell him to drop it like it's hot.
0: Okay, you just had this song stuck in your head, and you were looking for any, any reason
2: to, play it. to tie yes. it in.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. We'll <laughs> honor that. Thank you for joining us. My name is Chelsea Alicia, and this is Justice is Served, where a panel of lawyers runs down the latest in legal news every single week, except me, I was not here last week, thanks for holding down the fort, guys, but now I am back, we are a full house again, and we've got a full house of stories, but before we get started, let me introduce you to the rest of the panel. I have Dominique. Uh, Price, wow, one week and I already forget everybody's name. Great. Sorry about that, honey. And uh, Yummy, Abayami, only took me 42 times to remember how to say your last name and now I got we're it. we're there, we're yes, there. Yes, yes. And matters. who's been with me the longest of the panel, Shaka Smith, yeah. how's it going over there? Very good.
1: Glad to be here. All right, great.
0: Um, shall we dive in?
1: Let's do it.
0: Okay, I feel like I missed so much and then I was like in another world and I just got back, so... Um, I was flying on a, an, a plane yesterday, <laughs> and I actually flew to the East Coast on United. And I'm oh, like, oh wow. man, I'm going to fly back on United. Turns out it wasn't United, I flew back Delta. But actually, when I found out that I was uh, not going to be flying on Delta, I was like, oh, well, this is good because I have um, leggings on. And at first, I thought that this whole thing uh. had to do with leggings. You're looking at me. There was Why? another. Because there was another. Um, story about a woman being kicked off a flight for wearing leggings, right?
3: Well, there was more to the story. She was a companion pass user, and there are stipulations in the attire that you can wear because if you're going to be representing one of their employees... You need to dress professionally. It's actually in their policies, ah, um, okay. so that was that issue. So that's why I was you, like, "And thank you crazy. for clarifying." <laughs> well, so that's what Just I thought continues. that this was about. I
0: had no idea, yeah, no. and then I watched the video mm. of this United passenger being dragged off. And I mean, we could add it, but I feel like everybody and their mother and grandmother and great grandmother has seen it at this point, so we didn't need to. Um, Replay it, and so automatically, besides a PR nightmare and the stock value of the of the company went down, there is going to be a lawsuit or a quick settlement. Either way,
3: I vote quick settlement.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that will be the way it goes.
0: And then the question becomes: Then, all right, how much is it worth to be dragged off a flight, bloodied and beaten a bit?
1: Well,
3: I definitely think his medical bills, because as last I checked, he's still in a hospital in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. I mean... Well, yeah. You're saying, at a, you're saying at a minimum. At, I mean, oh, at I'm minimum, sure. we know for sure he'll that get the medical he'll bills, get of course, his yeah, medical yeah. bills covered. Absolutely. Um, I, mean, I throw in some humiliation yeah, I mean, um, and just rudeness should be a fee. It was egregious as well. I mean, Beyond. So that's going to suffering in his favor. Yeah. However, I don't feel like it's necessarily on United to pay out the settlement.
0: Oh, who well. is it on?
3: Airport security.
0: Ah. No. So they were probably indemnified security. Yes. But
1: they cer yeah, there was certainly an escalation by um the United uh, Airlines employees. No. But I, didn't they escalate it to airport security?
3: Right. And yeah. so the per- the the individuals who actually committed the the violence on this passenger were not employed by United. Mm-hmm. United doesn't isn't responsible for their training. United right, the, isn't responsible for agree, n- what their agree. method of getting someone off a plane is. So I, I just don't know that I think United should foot this entire bill. Oh, maybe
1: not the entire bill, but I do think it stems from their policy of how they remove passengers and how they deal with passengers. That right, but then situation. I
3: think that opens up a way larger conversation of every airline's policies and procedures because Absolutely, most of them, degree, if yeah. not all, have policies in which if a pilot has to get to another city for a flight they take precedent over any passenger that's on the but, flight you know
1: uh, as far my understanding is that they they just asked people to volunteer to leave there were uh, four
3: employees i understand
1: that yeah. needed to
0: get to the city where the plane was going now, to the, when i've been
1: on, they, and they weren't offering no
0: they they offered they did, money
2: they like offered almost money up to $1000 800.
4: $1, 800 they kept going up but no one no one was so taking them up so then i, then I, the I think order.
1: it was on them to continue to um ante. Up up the up up that would have been the ante. smarter way to so my
3: understanding is the max is $1000
1: well, but that's per airline policy. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. no yeah. <laughs> so it's certainly it's not on, relative. Yeah. Really, so it's certainly on them. And remember, their their valuation dropped a billion dollars. Yeah. Um, on this, I think currently it's about six hundred million. They've mm-hmm. lost. So it certainly behooves them to pay out as much as possible as quickly as possible to show that they're you know an airline with now, good policy. So, it doesn't
4: mean They went the opposite route and sent
3: that letter saying that
4: you know yeah. we stand by our employees, which, and the way they I, handle which I
3: which I feel like was the right thing to do from the CEO's perspective because his employees didn't do anything that they weren't trained by his in his but, corporation in, to do
1: but I read a very good article about sometimes the process can take you over I believe it was the like Amazon yes. CEO yes <laughs> and, so, and, yes. and I think that's what happened so it's what the CEO is supposed to do but not this time you know what I mean <laughs> so um I, I think there was obviously a tone deafness to the situation and what was happening online and so even though the protocol is to put out a statement that essentially rids you of fault, but somehow acknowledges something w- went wrong, here that was inappropriate. And so I think obviously they saw that with the valuation going down. So I think and then quickly he kind of came with a, like a more strong mea culpa. And I think we'll I think see the money. There was
0: like three statements.
1: By yeah. CEO <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, I was like, yeah, he's, right. he's
3: pressing his luck with me
0: today. Because
1: you know after the valuation went down, he's probably thinking, well, I don't want to be out of a job now because now. <laughs> right. You
0: know. I think his job is probably okay, but I think what is a little more I'd, controversial. You think he
1: might go? Oh, I think it's a great move um, from an optical standpoint to get rid of the CEO. So he was insensitive. Pay I out get, the right I amount of money. I get back
3: to an issue where I, I personally just don't feel like it's technically United's fault.
4: Yeah. Well, uh, I th- regardless of whose fault it is, I think again, perception. you can you, perception matters, and I think you can you can handle a situation way better. They could have handled it right, in but a I think way. it's really
3: interesting and that that perception right now is the fact that United is the person to blame. I haven't, in any article, in any news coverage, have I heard them bring in the airport security like I would like to know who's their chief operator well uh, the
4: airport authorities have at least placed this guy on administrative leave so he's right, not right he's not right right but what I'm but saying I'm saying time, from, a, from a reporting these, standpoint when United calls these uh, airport authorities onto their plane I think United then does have some responsibility for what's happening I on can plane Wait, I, can't, you, I can't mandate what you you your have, training
1: is do you have any official correlation with United? no I just I'm,
3: I'm just it's actually United this, way this, I was at a volunteering <laughs> I oh, think
1: we should all give that. oh, 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 oh. Okay, I was you
3: thought story. that she was their camp their PR campaign.
0: No, I wish. And like I
3: mean if United is. would like me if United would like to put me on payroll, my email at dominiqueprice.com. I just, to sure if,
1: I just <laughs> want to make sure that we listeners you we disclose all conflicts okay. of interest. So
3: speaking of perception, the perception
0: of the victim as much of a victim as he mm-hmm. was, you know, the blood going down yeah. his face, this this poor man who, you know, he doesn't seem to be like some overbearing, like really strong figure. He was literally dragged on top of that, he is um, a doctor, right? And so that now m- many people have respect for doctors. Oh, this poor doctor! And he had to get back in the order to, to see a patient.
1: Whether or not that was true, it's still so.
0: Th- this whole thing goes towards people feeling really bad for him. Yeah. What happens if and when people learn, as TMZ is reporting, that in 2005 he was charged with? 98 felony drug counts for illegally prescribing and trafficking painkillers. You know, the big ones that we talk a lot about that lead to overdoses because people eventually become addicted to heroin, actually.
3: I'm actually even just uncomfortable like bringing it up because I don't think it has any bearing on being dragged off a plane. I'm pretty sure that the airport security had no clue that he had 92 counts of drug charges. Like, I just don't feel like that should be an issue. Have we
0: talked about a Police brutality case, where somebody was beat up, and then all over the news we hear about this kid was a college dropout and, I'm, and a drug user, and so it, you know, people I'm just, look I'm, at those I'm,
3: I'm holding up to the same way in the same standard that I would have if we were talking about a police brutality case, because that it's mind-boggling to me how the entire story turns now from this person being victimized to now their past, which has no bearing on what happened in that minor second.
1: The the I think it does help from the you know the PR perspective, but in in a small way I think him bringing up that he had to get back to see his patients um, kind of really endeared him and sympathized him, and I think if you have the idea that he's really going back and maybe um, illegally kind of
0: but because the truth is is that his um, medical license was pulled. He can't practice... In 2005, he surrendered his license to practice in Kentucky, and then um, I guess it was uh, suspended and then given back to him with some restrictions... But last year, a medical board imposed more restrictions, saying that he can only practice internal medicine in an outpatient facility one day
3: a week. And maybe that was his one no, day a week. If so, that's well, the only well, day I get well. to see patients, <laughs> you're messing with my money. I got to go. Like, so, There's all these people so, on this plane, and I'm sure uh, Betty Sue in uh, <laughs> ATV yeah. ain't got nothing to do tomorrow. Yeah. She can go.
1: But, so in that regard, though, so if he had not brought up the fact that he, the reason he really need to get back, which you know is, is going to sway people is because of the patients, yeah. then I would've said that shouldn't be a, at all an issue or even a consideration. Now it gives me more um it gives me more leeway to say maybe we should consider it. Hindsight, I
3: wish he would have just said I don't want to get out of exactly. the plane. Exactly. I, I don't, you don't get think off. he said that. I'm sure he did, <laughs> of but I don't I'm saying, he did. I'm saying bring, bringing yeah. up the patients, I wish he would it have just said look, it's my deep. decision yeah. and I don't want to get up. It
1: makes you want to dig deeper into that it. That's all I'm
3: saying. Yeah. I mean I don't want
0: to
2: yeah, go. Yeah. Sorry I think anyone
0: But but when you buy your airline ticket, one of those teeny tiny terms and conditions says that... Really, you don't have a right to be on the plane, even if you've bought the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And so it could, he could have been arrested for trespassing at the point and that I, he was asked to yeah. leave. Yeah, and I
1: think there was a proper way to have handled it and escalated it and had him arrested or removed in a way that didn't end up bloodied and dragged off a plane. That's you know.
4: However, I know. well, ha, well, so I ag- I agree. I mean, I I think. I agree. Well, I, but again, I go back to saying I think United should have just handled it differently. Whatever, yeah. whether well, whether it's whether it's bumping up that price that they were offering, given that they're
0: obviously going to have to pay something way. more more than what yeah, that, no, that yeah. initial offer was going but to be. But you know be. now the next time you hear, uh, we're sorry this flight is oversold. Is anybody willing to take a $400 voucher for the next flight? Everybody's going to sit there with their arms crossed and waiting wait to for get to go to four <laughs> grand, <laughs> yeah.
1: Right? When or, it's at
3: four or, grand, i will take
0: the voucher. Or, or to be forced to be removed
1: voucher. and have a, a larger <laughs> case. But, yeah. I
3: hope it actually creates a larger conversation around airline policies at yeah. the same time. I loathe, loathe airport policy. I think most Americans don't understand what they're signing up for yeah. when not only buying a ticket from an airline's um, official website, but third parties, because that actually does change your rankings as in who is first asked to leave an airplane.
1: And it should it should be scrutinized even more because I feel like that's when we are, are most vulnerable in terms of our daily normal lives is when you're at the airport and you have a schedule and your bags aren't necessarily with you. So th- that should be scrutinized um, far more than it is. Today. And,
4: and a lot of r- reports were saying it doesn't typically get to that point where you're on the plane and people are having to get pulled off typically it happens at the gate like when you're checking in so you don't have the feeling of okay, I've, I've loaded my my carry on yeah. up there. Taking I'm my sitting. Shoes in, off. I, yeah. yeah, I have my Texting
1: belt. Texting people. On, I'm on my way. <laughs> and
4: now I'm, I'm amidst a uh, you know a plane of 300 other pass, passengers who are watching me. Kind of have to have this fight with yeah. with the airport security. So I mean,
3: and usually it takes place. I will also say this: I have been on an airplane where airport security has had to come onto a flight once we've landed to remove someone. Mm. And what I will say: I had say, to have that happen, but it was because somebody died on the flight.
2: Mm. Anyway, the whole not nother situation. Story, but <laughs>
3: um, what I will say is what I observed in even that situation is that the, their how they approach the individual was extremely demeaning. And I think that goes a long way in when you don't know like what's happening and people you're sitting down and people approach you standing over yeah. you. I think all of that kind of has to go sort of into the, how they're training. It's sort of our police training, right. you know, Exactly. It goes, anyone that it goes has right
1: right a sort of authority that. and they know you're in a vulnerable position. People, normal people, just go sometimes the wrong direction. But if they're trained the right way, then they know how to handle things. So,
0: all right. What about the fact that he? Um, it, it, I guess it came out in these incidents of the exchanging. I should say that he denied ex, um, exchanging uh, drugs for actual sex, but indicated that he had accepted sexual favors from an associate in exchange for reducing a debt. Um, that an associate owed him. So I'll make that clarification. his, it's his business. The, yeah. And, yeah. though, th- that amongst all this stuff, what's come out is that he's got some interpersonal issues, that he's kind of defiant or likes to do his own so thing. That was the only part that I found. <laughs> that,
2: <laughs> that, well, no, no, that, 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 just that just, was the only
0: part that I
4: actually thought was, was relevant. No, but I actually thought that part was relevant. If they're saying he has a history of being... I mean, def- I hate to use the word defiant, but <laughs>
2: if, he has a,
4: if he has a history of being kind of getting aggressive or being a bit, you know,
1: so if he some, any... something
4: that goes <laughs> along with the defiant,
1: any past of activism for, a-
4: a- 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 <laughs> and you know, and he was d- ex- exhibiting that on the plane. What? That I think is actually Wait, a valid have... point because the the airport authorities were saying that he he was the one escalating the situation I think that's and getting aggressive and too
1: much. And, I because because also, then do you you're... have to? Is it necessary
0: cause... to like? I mean, when we were tra- when I was trained to get around. When, when I was uh, trained to, a year ago to sit in, in the sit-in at mm-hmm. the Capitol, they teach you how to get arrested well, yeah. right? And if you're trying to be part of a non-violent movement. And you're not supposed to do this, like, playing limp thing. And that's kind of what he did, because when you play limp... You but, escalate the situation. But,
1: you know, I, I don't I, think
0: he was trained on how to get escorted off a plane. Is there but, a pamphlet? But,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> but, did,
0: but did he make things worse in just instead of getting on his feet and walking out?
1: Of course he made things worse by not complying So, his, so, <laughs> <with> so, <laughs> so, can,
0: so could United say, say that his medical bills would not be so much if he had actually just cooperated? Some
1: contributory negligence? Exactly. Yes, but uh, again, with. I think with the video and the, the result and knowing what the airline could have done, I think it's going to fall... Mostly on that. So them.
0: really, this is a PR payout more than yeah. And when an they're bringing up this
1: sort of sex stuff, that's when I go, okay, it's too far afield. Right, now I definitely right. know what you're doing. You're just trying to discredit him so that somehow, well, you in don't all have to fairness to much. United,
0: it's not. It doesn't look like they put this out. I found this yeah. on. A,
1: a, well, a who knows uh, who paid who to leak certain stuff? You know, we're, we're living in these times now with leakers, right? <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> so
0: why did this give you such a headache? Is his I, I, his, I his just behavior don't, have I,
3: nothing to do I, with a, the outcome? It's a principle standpoint. I would and sit here and talk about this if we were talking
4: no, about. But, you, but his, his, his you, behaviors with the authorities matters. That does, I, you know,
1: The direct behavior in that time period. But if you're saying say defiance, then using his history. Case in point. With case the in point.
3: Case in point. Case in point. When we covered a few weeks ago the teenage boy being beaten up by the officers at school, those officers were called to the school because of an altercation that the young boy got into at the school, and he needed to be removed from the situation. We didn't sit and talk about the fact that he had gone to a fight. We didn't sit here no, and have he a long drawn out conversation. The, he was sitting
4: quietly on the. On all, the, I, the all I'm on saying the is, is that we didn't
3: have a full fledged conversation about what led the police to having to get him off of the school property because we were very outraged at the fact that this young boy was we beat up by an officer. We spoke about the events leading
4: up, to but it. we didn't have
3: a full like we've had a. We've been talking for at least mm-hmm. the last ten minutes about his Sex, drugs, and his <laughs> attitude, and I'm like, it's not relevant well, to the fact that these no, we're people not, not, still uh, abuse
4: well, him. Well, so the, so I think all of us are pretty much in agreement in terms of the sexual piece not being relevant. What we were talking about just now is whether this piece about him being defiant or acting aggressively towards those authorities. So, so you're, you're saying, saying that what doesn't What
3: I'm matter. saying is, is would it not go toward your point of saying that being in a fight? Define your principal and your teachers in removing yourself from the school property. Is that not defiant behavior?
4: No, he was at the time. No, no, it's it's a legit question. No. At the time that he was arrested, because we were talking about not his interaction with the school authorities, we're talking about his the, the, the right, young right, boy's right. interaction with the police. We're talking about interaction
3: that has nothing to and do. And at the
4: time when the police were arresting that young boy, he was sitting on the
3: sidewalk crying. And, and then,
4: he wasn't. Right. He wasn't being I, and aggressive. He, he wasn't and responding. He, and, but he wasn't he,
3: responding to the to the calls that they were. asking. they asked him to stand up. They asked him to put his hands behind his back. And he didn't do any of the following. He sat there, right. limp bodied, and but would she's saying, not But she saying we didn't discuss and the prior defiance
1: at the school. Yeah, as part I, of. And so she, we're saying now, why are we talking about his interpersonal issues when we're, we should only? be so talking... So she asked me why yeah. I was
3: upset, and I said, off of principle, I would I wouldn't when we want had it to discuss it interpersonal it then, issues. And so I don't in, want to discuss it with this guy. All I'm saying that is principle because standpoint. Child and adult is a different. Too, the well, one that I think any time well, that somebody puts their hands on you unwarranted, regardless of what yeah. age you are, is at issue. And so
1: yeah, so I think when we're saying, oh, he's got a history of defiance, it's too broad. It's too broad to if say, we, he was defiant it, it, in this in this situation, so now we're going to bring his history of defiance. So I, I think it's way too... So what, if he was an activist, he went to protests, he went to <laughs> marches, but, but somehow but they, that now my classifies point. him for defiance in this moment? I think that that's why we don't bring in prior bad acts, and this is the victim here. So we're acting as if the victim now, who's... Been victimized, which we've seen on camera, now we're putting the rest of his life on trial for this one incident. I think that goes too far. And so I think <laughs> that's what we're saying.
0: I think that's fair. Thank you for a lively debate. <laughs> I think we should probably move on now. Okay. Uh, I saw a, a, a case about a about police brutality who settled with a $4 million settlement. And I'm like, ooh, who died? Yeah. Right? I flip it open and it's like, no, a professional athlete just yeah. had his leg broken. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, who, this, this athlete, you guys help me with his name,
1: Oh, Tabula Civilosa.
0: Thank you. Uh, he had an incident in April of 2015 coming out of a club, and NYPD responded, and somehow he ended up with a broken leg. Um, he was already a, a player for the Atlanta Hawks, and so just recently he has received an award of $4 million. <coughs> Does that seem right to you? Well, first of all, let's let's say how do we get to 4 million dollars when we have covered other cases of people who have died getting about that much?
1: Yeah, well, this is Anna Le- Atlanta Hawks basketball yeah. player. In
0: this case, he had to sit out the rest of the season. He's yeah.
4: a he's a very talented, highly paid basketball player. He broke his leg in this. He had to sit out the rest of the season.
3: So that's actually, like, lost uh, wages. Yeah, a part, yeah. that's what exac- exactly what it I was going to say. To the show. interesting part, though, is that they're not technically lost wages because he still was paid. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting, but I agree with you. That's how they came to this $4 million mark. Um, I think at the end of the day, I don't know if you guys remember this actual case when it first happened uh, in 2015, but there were actual, like, video clips of, like, the altercation, and he was trying to remove himself from the situation, and it was really unclear from the the footage if the officers thought he may have been involved or why they were actually stopping him um, to begin with. Um, And so one thing kind of led to another, and the police... Originally, he had been charged but was found
0: not guilty of charges um, like resisting arrest, disorderly conduct, and obstruction of governmental administration. So he completely sort of clean in this situation. What strikes me, though, is how much our, our financial worth dictates how much of our course. life is worth.
1: Well, you know, the, one of the principal tenets in the law is you take your victim as they are, you know? So whether or not they had some rare disease that, you know, something you did caused them to have a bigger reaction, right. you still like, have to account for that. you rear-end somebody yeah. going
0: five miles an hour, yeah. but they have this bizarre neck condition that makes their neck paper thin, and they become totally paralyzed, even though all you did was tap them. You still have to pay all the medical yeah, bills you for take, that.
1: Yeah, you take them as they are. So, and here he is in Atlanta a basketball player, so they have to pay out what he should be due based on what his leg is worth.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's a little crazy. Oh. I mean, I, I get it. I understand yeah. it. I remember learning this all st- yeah. in law school. It just, does it strike anybody else? It's like, I, I, okay, this is the way we do it. But wow, we've talked about... People that have died, you know, banged their heads against the but, inside of police but, vans, but or been choked he, to death. Those
1: people probably don't have like a two million dollar mortgage. It's true, and stuff, you know. So, and then we never know how the leg is going to heal, and they have to make sure they're giving him enough money to kind of offset potential future um, problems with it. So, you know, I'm sure he needs to pay that mortgage, and he probably he might be more overextended than the guy that died that was only making ten thousand dollars a year. So, you know. So
0: this one, did, this one was like, eh, yeah, that makes sense. It didn't, it didn't raise any. It just. <laughs>
1: For you, Yemi? Oh no, no, no! It, it didn't.
4: It didn't. I mean, it didn't really raise any surprises for me. I'm, I'm just hoping that he donates the money to charity. Me or too. Yeah. I just
3: don't think he needs it, but yeah, that would be. Pretty and because
1: he, awesome. he did get paid on, under his contract, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's another thing. Uh, just for people listening out there, is just because you still get paid, and someone volunteers money, if you were in the wrong, you still have to pay that yeah. money. You can't say, "Oh, look, it's offset over there somewhere mm-hmm. else." So uh, that was interesting.
0: This is true because usually people would try and take credit. Yeah, now I, I that When I was practicing care. law in work yeah. comp, if you get paid um, work comp benefits, but at the same time, state disability had paid you money, the insurance company gets to take credit for what was already paid to you or they have to pay it back yeah. to the
2: right.
3: state. I, th- I, I think credit. the interesting part as well is that there are a lot of individuals who aren't in his tax bracket that are able to bring a civil suit. Yeah. And so I would love, there are a lot of programs that will do a pro bono or um, there are funds that will pay for your attorneys. And so I would love if he would maybe donate to one of those programs.
2: Hopefully
1: Cephalosha right. uh, is listening. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Send the word to him.
0: All right, so my favorite part Politics and the law. Mm. Let's talk about Jeff Sessions. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I don't know if there's really Yeah. I don't know if there's, really, like
1: any, yeah.
2: <laughs> know if there's <laughs> really
0: ugly, although this could get ugly. Oh. Um, I guess let's start with the bad first. He wants to reignite the drug war. Of all the things going on, why does he want to bring back the drug war?
4: Jeff Sessions says that there's been a...
0: <laughs> <laughs> he
4: says there's been an increase in homicides, particularly in Chicago. You know, they, he loves to call that out. Uh, and that it's the beginning of a new trend... Uh, of a rise in crime, notwithstanding the fact that crime has been it's going down <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. for the past couple of decades. Uh, so you but he's saying this, this is this is a sign of the times, so that we need to crack down now before it gets gets too bad. Yeah. Who I just don't
3: know what data he's
1: looking
4: at. He's looking at homicides right? in Chicago.
3: That's it. <laughs> and,
1: and, and the sad part is there's been a lot of studies to show that um, legalizing marijuana would actually help with the opioid crisis, mm-hmm. and he's been ignoring that as well. Right. And so
3: he's not a fan at
0: all. And we know
1: that actually is a big problem right yes. now currently.
3: I <laughs> so, so, don't think so, he's looking at what's a big problem.
1: So yeah. he wants
0: to crack down, he wants, you know, he's so on board with this law and order thing that even though a lot of states just passed legalization of cannabis, he wants to move in the opposite direction, yeah. which is going to set up quite the the tension between the federal government and state uh, governments. Yeah,
1: it'll set up the tension but certainly You know, all they have to do is send out federal agents to shut down dispensaries or um, manufacturers as well. So uh, it'll be pretty easy. It's not going to be some sort of.
0: It'll be easy for the federal government?
1: Yeah, in terms of shutting down manufacturers and shutting down dispensaries. There's not going to be like a standoff class with like state police, you know.
0: I, unless there are so many of them that it just—I mean,
1: no, if they do it systematically. They just go in ATF raid, ATF raid, ATF raid.
4: So, uh, so you're saying they're going to focus more so on the uh, kind of commercial elements uh, or the I business
1: elements that, rather imagine, than the
4: individuals.
1: I imagine. In See, the, I but, thought
3: I thought he was going more towards the individuals. I not that is industry.
4: how I look at it. Um, yeah. That is, that's how I looked at but it. But he as also
3: well. didn't. He's been
1: going uh, for both. He, he
3: I mean, kind of didn't really outline at yeah. this particular point what. His
1: My understanding is he's looking for stepped-up enforcement across the board. And so, uh, again, we had enforcement before Obama said relax, and so I think maybe we had one or two dispensaries we mm-hmm. talked about on the show yeah. that had been raided. So all he just has to do is up that. So there's no... You know, it's going to happen pretty quickly, is what, what I'm you, saying. S-
0: seeing as how the numbers are pretty... The, the data says, really, in the long term, you know, n- crime numbers, homicide have come way down, where in the midst of an, up- of an uptick. Can a reasonable person think that that means that we're back on a trend of upward No, crime? because
3: the the original projections were that they were going to continue to
2: go down. So no. so who
0: do you think is in his ear, or what interest do you think is by his side telling him that he should reignite this war on drugs? Himself. Himself. Well, he yeah, just I,
1: a- I think people have ideas, and it, he's one of them.
0: He just <laughs> appointed an individual cook
4: to his... Um, yeah. One of the kind of a uh, senior advisor in the in the Justice Department, and this this guy is a former AUSA uh, who has had very strong feelings about the, you know the need to kind of be aggressive on the war on drugs, be aggressive in terms of using mandatory minimums and you know Ugh. mandatory minimums, um, you know sentencing kind of harshly. Um, who, one who believes that you know there's no such thing as a nonviolent. Drug
0: offender. That was interesting to me.
4: Yeah, uh, that you know, while the transaction of the drug, the, while the drug drug transaction might be nonviolent, the way you manage problems on the streets with other, say, drug
1: dealers, dealers your, your co-workers
4: inevitably <laughs> has to be violence. They're you know, they're not they're not taking their their yeah. uh, enemies to court,
0: right? Well, if we, you know, decriminalized all of this and allowed this business be. <laughs> to be going on yeah. above board, then they could take it to court. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't. I mean, I guess, you know, he is an elderly man from Alabama who maybe, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But it seems yeah. to me that there has to be somebody, but Cook and, like, what, what are, it, it smells like money to me somewhere. Somebody For sure. is standing to make a lot of money. Yeah. on this war on drugs. I mean, I guess it's no big secret, right? The movie 13th that we yeah. reviewed.
1: Private prisons. And, you know, that administration has gotten money from private prisons. So I don't know if um, he's gotten any directly to his prior campaigns, or but certainly you're going to support those that have supported you in the past. But the administration has gotten an increase in um, donations from private prisons. So
0: Yeah. So that was the bummer news. The better news um, is that one of his plans was a mm-hmm. no-go. A judge said, not happening. Remember the consent decrees that yeah. he oh, yeah. really hates? So consent degrees are these agreements between municipalities, cities, states, whatever, and the federal government about how they're going to address a systemic problem like police brutality. A lot of these were done under the Obama administration. Jeff Sessions had said he's not a fan of them, and he actually tried to undermine one. Uh, in
1: Baltimore, right?
2: No.
0: He wanted, yeah, he wanted
4: the drug. i um, sorry, the judge to delay, delay uh, his approval of this consent decree so that the DOJ could again review it. And I loved the judge's response, saying the time of t- the time of reviewing and kind of unilaterally yeah. trying to renegotiate these agreements is past. Th- there's no reason for me to delay my approval. I don't need to, and it, it stands. Yeah. And, he, and he and he used some pretty strong mm-hmm. wording with that. Uh,
0: so I so I that loved was it. A, yeah. yeah that was a win you're a fan of the judges <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I
1: remember these consent decrees like, months years even really in the yeah. making I, and so it's kind of weird for Jeff Sessions now to go oh they need to be re-reviewed
4: right it's an agreement they yeah. aren't negotiated um, you know and, and that's the kind of at the yeah. foundation of contracts one just, person can't just for, all the yeah.
1: things yeah. going
2: no, 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 on no, no, this is what mind. he wants to
4: do and this, this wants is, to- yeah,
1: and this is one of the toughest ones where it's like you're having to get the states to really work with the federal government mm-hmm. here so this was already sort of a hard fought they, you know, they had their back and forth so yeah for him it's to try like, to go why back undermine now, all of that yeah ridiculous I don't
3: know that's a good question why undermine all that no. I mean I, maybe he doesn't have enough work I'm, I don't know
1: well, again, he, he kind of, well, Trump, and so him by proxy sort of ran on this idea of law and order, respect police, police are essentially above board. A few bad apples, yes, but everyone's great. And so I think he's trying to um, pay lip service to that sort of, you know, that message.
0: Right. Okay, speaking of a, uh, a judge saying no-go, a Texas voter ID law was struck down in federal court. Uh, this is kind of a big deal. Uh, because so much of how Trump got into office was on these voter ID laws and they, which have made a comeback since the Supreme Court a few years ago gutted parts of the Voting Rights Act that held um, states with a history of discrimination sort of accountable. The court said, eh, that's done with. We don't need that anymore. And so now a bunch of states are like, great, let's make it harder to vote, but call it let's make sure that people aren't voting fraudulently and let's require everyone to have an ID, which for most of us isn't that big of a deal. Right. It, we all have an ID to drive. So there are plenty of people that are saying, what's so wrong with asking people to have an ID? Oh, yeah, Because
1: the majority of those that don't have one are minorities. Right. And typically vote a certain way. So that's why targeting this will um, depress that part of the voter turnout. Very smart. Yeah. So
3: yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, somebody sat in a think tank and
1: was yeah, like, like, "Okay, oh, how do we
3: how do we still do
0: this?" this is, <laughs> yeah,
1: this works. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's the, evilly like, smart. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, but so the qu I, I guess, is there is there a way to make should we make getting an ID really easy, or do we fight these voter ID laws like uh, this? Like this? I, I think both struck down in court. Well, I
1: think both. Certainly, we fight voter ID laws, but it probably should be easier to get an ID. And um,
2: part of the maybe reason a, why
4: we fight them is because of the Di- the difficulty yeah. in getting an ID. And yeah, IDs are
3: really expensive
4: yeah, in most states. You have to
3: travel to get
2: there. Take if, I'm off work, per- possibly. Exactly. Yeah. if I'm an elderly
4: person Exactly. If I'm an
3: elderly person, that's going to take a lot of Because I think thing. I was reading somewhere like in some states it's like $75 to get an ID. Yeah. And so I'm just like for a lot of minorities or um, those that, you know, don't have it, if I'm going between voting and getting this ID for $75 or feeding my family with $75, yeah. it's always going to be the latter. So. And
1: DMV's not open on the weekend. So you- and, you know... And the
3: DMV you, is a horrible place to go. Exactly.
1: And so if, you, if, if you're if you poor <laughs> and you have Jesus. a... A lot of poor people have jobs where if they miss a day, they're fired. Yes. So you're not going to the DMV for the ID. Right. You want to make sure you show up to work. So if we got to make it easier to get IDs, but I think we should be attacking voter ID laws, especially when they're so yeah. transparently designed yeah. to depress voter turnout. And that's,
4: well, in this case, though, it, it it wasn't necessarily so obvious. I mean, the fifth... A district court judge reviewed it it went up to the Mm -hmm. uh, fifth circuit court of appeals who said that your findings were a little bit infirm was the word they
2: used (laughs) go back
4: (laughs) go back district court and make sure that your findings you know actually do support a finding Mm -hmm. of you know discriminatory intent Mm -hmm. um but it wasn't as overt in this situation the judge mentioned that the legislature had had shifting rationales for why they were instituting this voter id law um that the the legislation had been fast tracked. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of unusual things that were happening. Well, but nothing that yeah. specifically well, pointed yeah. to I
1: mean these are most of these uh, lawmakers are lawyers. They know they can't go hey voter ID law to suppress voter t-. they can't say that. No, they can't so there were elements that were indicative of that's what was going on and I'm sure people on the ground knew that's exactly what was happening. And so of mm-hmm. course the judge says Find some more grounds, but...
0: This restores my faith in Texas. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> right, we know no. what's... But he's basically saying, we know what's going on here.
4: <laughs> so, right, exactly. Like and, I, and so I think that's great in this yeah. case. I think it, it, it still makes me nervous, though, in other states where a judge might say, you know, this isn't enough. Because it yeah. is It is a fine line. Yeah, and I when think... When you it, don't have something mm-hmm. that's a smoking gun or yeah. so overt.
1: I think that's going to just take vigilance. It's sort of like the travel ban where they kind of revise it. Well... You revise it for the legal parameters, but we still know what's going on. I mean,
0: unless you have a study showing that there is a problem of voter fraud, then it would seem like why why this law? Why now?
1: Yeah. Why the fast track? So, and that's what they have to do is look out those little outsider things to see what's happening here. Why this time period?
4: Yeah, I just worry that legislatures are going to get a little bit kind of s- smarter and wiser and a bit more covert in the way that they um, they execute these initiatives. Well, but I don't think well, they're going to stop trying. The, to m- oh no, for well, sure. Well, the thing is, the, the more the they get is.
1: smarter and wiser about initiating them, the more fair the the the, the, the thing becomes.
0: The lobby, so, yeah, because
1: because the more you shift it to be covert, you have to stop talking about certain things and address certain real issues. So then, is there really a voter ID issue? Is there really a, and, a study to show? And, and I
0: think. Sorry, if yeah. there's a law that requires you to have an ID and then these courts look at the feasibility yeah. of these people getting it. Yeah. It's the same thing with the, well, that's similar exactly with say. the abortion analysis, right? Yeah. You can't say no abortion, but you can regulate it. And so you can, you know, like Texas was the one that had this really yeah, and crazy that. abortion like the the and clinic so, walls, <laughs> the doors had to be this wide as like if a huge gurney was going to go and through, but that's And help. they
1: try to do it the right way or it was for not <laughs> the other it, reason it, it's it, for it, safety. It's, it's safety.
0: A, patient yeah. Safety, but
1: again, we thought through it and said, Okay, this is burdensome. We know what you're really doing here. So, uh, I think we're able to call these instances out. So,
0: and hopefully, the judges will get yeah, it. I, being able to call I them.
3: personally think I if so. they want to require voters to have an ID and voting is my right, I need a free ID.
1: Yeah, I agree. and then an ID will be mailed to you yes. <laughs> as long as you mail them. Yeah, I don't know, whatever yeah. you, you can take a of
3: selfie. Of selfie and we'll uh, it. send in your picture right. <laughs> I mean it's yeah. just like Instagram to get Facebook back into your account yeah. and verify yeah. that it's me yeah. and let me go on about my business yeah. <laughs> boom I think we so
1: just solved Facebook ID right. Zuckerberg We <laughs> we should
3: solve the entire
1: country's Zuckerberg problem should it's print called ideas. the selfie act
2: <laughs> yeah, <right.
0: laughs> all you need for an ID uh, good lighting yeah. a selfie stick or a long arm mm-hmm. and you're good to go and
1: one witness just to make sure <laughs> you're not using too many filters
3: or they could <laughs> start using the machines mm-hmm. that they use um when you come back into the country in customs i l- i think those the are the global just entry novel. Yeah, yeah. ones love them mm-hmm. <laughs> me too it's like a whole little it, it even comes up to my height i just i i think they're novel <laughs> so you,
0: yeah you can you put your fingerprints yeah. in there and the and that whole process was much easier than getting a, a license right. at the DMV. You go in. Have you guys tried to do this? I don't global so. Entry. So. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You just fill out the application. You fill out say, an application online, an and then you
0: go to an interview. The
3: interview oh, no. was like I don't know. Oh, 10 this minutes? isn't even Global Entry. So yeah. cust- the U.S. Customs Department has now decided, well, a few years ago, that the lines when coming back into the country were extremely long for them to verify each individual. So they got these fancy machines that do. do... Do it for them. Mm -hmm. And so then all you have to do is show your verification that you've gone to the machine and your passport, and boom, you're back in the country. Uh Aha. And these machines are... Amazing. So when I go, go through the
0: global entry thing, when I come back in from an international flight, really all I do is I stick my hand in a little thing, it reads my fingerprints, mm-hmm. it has me look at the camera, takes a picture, usually the, the picture mm-hmm. is of like my nose and up, because mm-hmm. I'm too short for my whole face yeah. to show up in it, and, and I answer the same questions that you do if I'm That's bringing right. any explosives or whatever, yeah. no, 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 something prints out real fast and I go get it checked yeah. you know, by the guy at the exit. Done. Easy. Much easier. So than.
1: let's have like kiosks like that sit so, so around the city, and if you want to get an ID to print it for you, boom. You're I
2: good mean,
0: like a photo booth,
2: yeah. you know, at yeah. weddings
0: and parties. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to change the world, you yeah, guys. <laughs> right here, right? You heard solution. it first year. Justice is served. Okay, how about a solution to this? Cities have started to pass these laws that say if you call the police too many times, you're a nuisance and you can be evicted. From
3: your that residence.
0: is a nuisance
1: though. Yeah, yeah, of course. You're bothering the neighbors and yeah, it's a nuisance. <laughs>
2: I mean, he's about to fall I, out think, of her yeah, I, there, I
1: feel like, like call there call has to be some right. parameters
3: as to it's what considers it to be a nuisance. Like if, if you're if being frivolous... beat on and you're constantly oh, calling yeah. the police, that's that's not frivolously calling the it, police. It, but, but if, but if so... you're an old woman who is peeping out your window and every time a dog barks, you think or, that you need to call the police, that male. is a nuisance.
2: Exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You know. So I, I feel like we have at
4: because I'm really surprised at this response. When I read this last, this is ridiculous. I thought it was absolutely ridiculous, and then when I read. It even more, uh, and saw the uh, kind of the elements. I thought it was even more ridiculous. So basically, because <laughs> no, because basically, if you call the police twice within six months, that that is considered a nuisance, and you're liable to get removed from your home if you uh, th- are involved in se- any sort of act that results in a, a, an arrest twice within one, one, 180 days again and you don't even have to be you don't have to be the per- person perpetrating the crime you can be the victim of the crime which is and why I agree by you, the you the
3: that needs to be some more that needs to be flushed
1: out overall
4: <laughs> <laughs> ideas
1: yeah if Holy you fine. call the police too much in general
4: <laughs> and so that was the issue in this case was that yeah. there were women who were victims of domestic violence and this Law specifically, honestly, kind of targets individuals who are victims of domestic Mm -hmm. violence and says that if you call the police twice within the year, it doesn't matter that you're the victim, we have the right to remove your occupancy permit and you can lose your house. You can also also be um, removed from living in that city for, for six months, so you can't return for six months to live there.
3: So it was um, uh, again. I need to okay. revise this policy. But <laughs> I,
0: but I can understand because I, as I understand it, yeah. police spend a lot of their time going out to sort of repeat homes and places of minor problems. Yeah. Some might be domestic violence. I,
2: I, I think the police. How do, you the, handle,
0: how do you handle this issue of like? You guys need to break up already. The police cannot be yeah. the well, constant referees in this relationship.
1: I do
3: agree without
0: with Without sounding insensitive. Like, if you would have said that,
1: we uh, all probably would have come down yeah, on you, yeah. right? Well, Why don't you guys just break up? Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, th- I think if the police leave without having to file a report, an incident, there's no battery, no assault, um, it- it's literally the police have determined it to be a frivolous call, then that's where it should fall.
4: Okay. But I this wasn't happening in that. the context of
3: frivolous No, no, fall.
1: I know. That's what I'm saying. This is, this only works if the police determined I this agree. was a frivolous call.
3: I agree. But in the case of where there, I actually needed the police and I had to call twice and yeah what was six it six months, months? Yeah. I, I feel like that's really arbitrary I mean you yeah. have a first amendment right, right to, to be
4: petition to yeah. the government right. to address your grievances that's yeah. literally a right
3: that,
2: <laughs>
4: under the constitution like if, if, and this is not but you narrowly do tailored
1: it it's not a compelling government interest <laughs> I mean. but I do
3: agree it needs to be flushed out but
0: I
1: yeah. think they were not onto something yeah
0: So, like, let's just say we have this couple (laughs) that won't stop fighting. One of them has to file a restraining order on the other for them to stay. I wonder at what point the state can say, you guys are not good together. You guys are a danger to yourselves and society. We are going to on your behalf, make a restraining order so that neither of you can or hang maybe out. That,
1: or maybe that's what the eviction is for, you know, that, like, you now need to not be in this house. No, and, but, but these these individuals
4: but, weren't necessarily living together. No, no, I'm, I'm saying okay. just this we're scenario. We're
3: trying
1: to give it some <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, You're just not I, for I, it. Yeah. So, not for this conversation. <laughs> no, so if you Move have on. a couple that's fighting, but there's not any physical violence, but there's constant arguing, it's just a matter of who's calling the police first, right. which I've seen. Um then that's, I think that's a case for that This law was designed be,
3: yeah. for the 65-year-old woman being a peeping Tom.
1: Yeah. and it just this was designed for. Poorly rated. What?
3: 65-year-old peeping Tom.
2: Who, who calls Ideally, the police and everything that looks who keeps suspicious in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah I see.
0: <laughs> She should be evicted. Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. Is that is that cool? You, have you seen a little bit of why it makes sense? Or you're still like, this is no. ridiculous? Makes no you don't sense. Care, at all. Even if it's As frivolous. written. No, no, no. I think so.
4: I, I think there. I agree with there. I, I wouldn't call it a nuisance law. <laughs> me calling the police. If I'm making frivolous claims to the police, that I'm sure there's a law that covers that there already. There is. No, but so we're talking about need, nuisance versus so eviction, need, though. That's so. I don't need a nuisance law that's causing me to get evicted from my home and put on the street. Or
1: that might help. But you're
4: a nuisance n- now to
3: your neighbors. To your neighbors.
1: Yeah. How that's a whole point. If I if I'm your neighbor and you call the police once a week and every time nothing's actually wrong, no, but that's that the, but that's that's a, that's not a nuisance. The, the, okay,
4: I, I I understand that you guys, are, I, 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 you guys are creating this like phantom scenario that is not what is happening in practice. It's not that they were enacting these laws because people were calling the police just because.
1: No, people don't call them because they call them because they believe it's something suspicious. But it turns out they nothing. Made, and then they keep calling because that's, that's sort that of life. their personality. Thank you. Have you not known a neighbor to do that?
0: Yeah, I'm sure
1: I I'm have. Sure. Oh, I, okay. I lived yeah, next to an older nuisance. woman who
3: kept calling
0: the police.
1: Oh. And, if and for a second, I thought you were what? calling
0: yourself out, like you have been no. that no. woman, and that's why you were no, That's why, at why I said And once 65. eviction's on the oh, table, guess no, what?
1: They're going to stop calling the police frivolously.
0: I don't think we're going to convert her. I mean, I can <laughs> no. see that this law, you know, is ridiculous on its face, but I can understand the intent. Yeah. This is sort of like the opposite of the voter ID law. Yeah.
1: <laughs> where the
0: intent is actually
1: nefarious, but <laughs> on the face, okay.
0: It seems fair. Uh, in terms of use of government resources,
4: of course we want to be you know judicious about our use of it. government resources. Yeah. To have a penalty such as, even if it's frivolous, even yeah. if it's a frivolous uh, call to the police, yeah. to have a penalty that involves you losing your home, there's no societal benefit to now putting people out on the streets. I think that the, the <laughs> one does not outweigh the other. She really wanted well, that
0: 65-year-old woman put out <laughs> on the
3: street. That's why she's laughing so what One hard. does
4: not outweigh the other. So I think you need to use other methods, but then that if we had a fine, include, ev- if, if eviction, we had a fine, that could
3: I be... was going to paint another you, but I don't think you no. Know. But I mean, of no, us no. know how
4: difficult it is to actually evict like, if, if someone's well, no, a landlord. No. We all know how difficult right, it is right, to right, evict right. Right. a person, there's still, there's and
1: there's still, a reason
4: why it's so difficult. There'd still
1: be people. an eviction process as a public
4: policy matter. We don't want people on the street. But I be, agree with you there. Out of their I,
1: I, again, I don't think this creates. I don't think this creates a problem with people on their streets and droves at all. I think. this I think you guys
4: ladies, this this particular
1: this particular. This was Yeah this, I, that that no street.
4: Street. I, I don't
1: think i a widespread <laughs> not saying I, I, I'm just i just In, in all
4: think, of it Like I that we you, don't All share don't the same agree. People I, think you why why I love This This is
2: the last
3: thing That I thought <laughs> That we
1: <laughs> I think you created A scenario I mean, you where you think it. People are being put out in the street In droves And you that's are, what's I mean, happening You are
3: painting this picture Like there are
1: thousands That are going to be out. No yeah
0: This is like Trump's like Three million Fake voters
2: Yes
1: Yeah
0: Okay, so forget our constitutional <laughs> rights to, you know...
1: Uh, again, I, I don't see... We have a
0: constitutional <laughs> right to call the police many, many times. We, we, yeah, we, to address a grievance, you do, actually. And, and to address a, a grievance.
1: And they're saying, to this is frivolous, there's no grievance. grievance. You, that's what we're saying. So, so, no, no, no so I'm you, saying, for, if it's frivolous <laughs> enough, do <laughs> if, uh, if, uh, if
0: it's frivolous, they deserve to be put on We have run <laughs> out of time. <laughs> they're going to keep going, but we're going to oh, have to stop for the day. We'll be back next week with another episode of Justice is Served. Be sure to tune in next week. But in the meantime, if you'd like to comment, uh, like, subscribe, please do all of that. You can reach me at Chelsea
3: Galicia. You can reach me at Dominic P underscore E S Q. You can reach me at ayam Yams on Twitter and Instagram.
1: <laughs> and only if you agree with me, you can reach me at Chaka Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat.
0: Right. Keep That's negative exactly comments to yourself.
2: Exactly, right.
0: All right, thanks for joining us. I'll see you next time, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>
1: Thanks for tuning in. It was real Hollywood redefined. redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.